Hey, Goral. Hey, Goral. What is up? And nothing much, just back in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the toes curl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Just recording. Girls just want to have fun. The podcast. Luke, will you accept this rose? You bet your sweet honey I will. <laughs> um, that's what they call foreshadowing, correct? It's like what they call in the biz, foreshadowing. In the biz, um, foreshadowing of what this episode is. Um, the Bachelor! The Bachelor! The Bachelor, the season finale, was this past Monday. I'm sure you all know because, because it's been everywhere. And everywhere. you know the girls love The Bachelor. This has been my first. This is my first time watching a full season of any anything from the Bachelor Nation all the way through. What what, so, what have your thoughts been overall? Overall, overall, like I don't like this show. <laughs> oh yeah, it's an awful show, but like you have to watch it. Awful show. Just I mean, like like just because of like, I mean, I'm not trashing the show or anyone on it. I'm just trashing the idea of it. Meaning like. Yeah. Like it has its, it's like misogynistic, it's yeah. sexist, it's racist. Yeah. Um, and hopefully these things are going to be changing soon, sooner rather than later. Um, so that's one of my thoughts. Second thought, Matt James, like. <laughs> I feel bad that this was your first season to watch because Matt James. I'm sorry, Matt James, if you're listening. Um, I'm sure you are. You're listening. <laughs> but I hated you as The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's mean, but like, he's a sweet guy. But okay, again, you can't blame him because he was literally oh. thrown into this. He had no prior experience. So how is he supposed to know what to do? He's so, not supposed to know what to do. Right. Like, he didn't get much help. His only help was like Tyler Cameron. And Tyler Cameron wasn't even the, ever the, the Bachelor. Right. You can't really put all the blame on, on Matt James, but I agree. And also, like falling in love is hard on its own. Yeah, falling in love with thirty something women on TV, trying to navigate this all also hard. Yeah. So I, I completely understand, but yeah, I think he. I, I had highs and lows with him. I like him. I think I love him. I think he's a great person. And yeah. He's and sweet. I just feel like on the show. Eh. Mm. Not a little dull that's the only thing a little dull i don't like if i was one of the women like i like i just didn't see what like physically very attractive very attractive i just didn't see much to his personality and maybe you saw more off camera i don't know right right and and i agree i think the moments that we did get to see his personality were like when tyler was there and that was like fun that was i think that was the happiest he was the whole season <laughs> that was another cameron was there Ah. I've never like you never saw him smile so big and laugh so hard right and I mean I think that's also just the power of like having a friend yeah because he's like up there with with like no friends it's just it's just all of his lovers yeah Um, but I did want to say if we're talking about about Matt James one of my favorite moments was getting to see him in like a vulnerable place with his dad Mm mm-hmm I love that because of how mature he handled the situation, how well he handled the situation and how um, just like, like it was like a, it was like a real emotion. I feel like all along, like trying to navigate love for like a few weeks is like hard to like find that like connection, but like with something like this with his dad, like it was so like close to his heart, you could tell. So It was it was terrible circumstances and sad, but in a certain way, like nice to see him open up like that and be really strong and vulnerable. Yeah, I think it's good that they showed that on the show, and that it showed he really cares. Like he's a good guy. You can tell he really wants a better life than what he had for him and his future wife. It's unfortunate. Spoiler alert: that um, he's not with anyone right now. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We're gonna get into the whole thing. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into all of our thoughts from this last yeah. episode. Yeah. But first, 
we do our highs of the week. We so do highs of the week. Luke, what is your high of the week? My high of the week. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, we. This is this is good for us to do because these times are hard and very hard. <laughs> it can be dark. It can be a little bit, you know, hard to find light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Um, but hopefully our highs inspire y'all's highs. Yeah. Wait, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Like speaking of that. I've been journaling at night and I always end my journal at night with five things that I'm grateful for. Oh, I like good. And I have to tell you, sometimes it's hard to find five things. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to find the, the joy in sometimes not the best circumstances. That's really good. That's really good that you do that. Yeah, I, I need to do that more because I think I did that. You told me to do that or you inspired me to do that. I think I read it on one of your blogs. Mm-hmm. Of and um and I, I did it over the summer or maybe yeah over the summer and it was great yeah um so that's good i should do that more yeah. do that tonight good um okay so so my my high of the week high of the week um oh okay so i've been really into pie <laughs> <laughs> this is my high of the week i've been really into making pie my grandma makes the best pies ever. Yes. The best pies I've ever, ever had. And my favorite one of hers is um, apple pie with a French vanilla icing. <laughs> mm, sounds so good. So over the winter, I made it my mission to like get really good at making her pie. It'll never be as good as hers. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it's just, I really want to get good at it because... I have a reputation of not being the best baker. <laughs> but it, we're growing. But we're growing. And so I've made the apple pie a few times and it's turned out great. And my friends have like really liked it. And then I made a chocolate pudding pie recently. And I was just happy that it like was edible and like we could eat it. Um, and I watched it while watching The Bachelor. I ate it while watching The Bachelor in Paradise. That sounds amazing. And... It was homemade pudding. You didn't use box pudding. So many pudding. I had box. I had. Um, I got like little pudding cups. I had one today though. Delish. Mm-hmm. Delish. Yeah. So I I messed up the pudding a little bit, but you know. But it was your first go at it, and I know. Yeah, recipes don't go well the first time always, but they get better. Right. They get better. So that's my my fun hobby right now. I love that. I cannot wait until I can finally try. A pie. <sighs> That'll oh. be the day. That'll yeah. be the test. <laughs> of your pie. No. I'll plagiarize your pie and say, made a pie. <laughs> if you do that, <laughs> if you do that, I will, I promise, I will unfollow you. I'll like cite it and like put like a bit like a bibliography. A footnote. <laughs> <laughs> MLA. <laughs> oh gosh I my brain hurt right now yeah literally Bart. okay what are your highs okay i have two highs okay my first high is that so it's currently march 18th and on march 19th is justin bieber's new album is coming out <laughs> and i am beaming with excitement yeah we're actually probably gonna have to leave this podcast in a few minutes because his one of his songs is coming is one of his songs is coming out his so song, to... song peaches is, is coming out at 11 45 but the video comes out at midnight so i feel like we could like wait if we're like on a roll because uh-huh. it's only like 15 minutes apart All right. um but yes i have been a justin bieber fan since middle school i love him so much <laughs> and i am so take... excited what i said take your time if you need to cry <laughs> Yeah, so I'm oh I'm so excited to have some new car content. And oh, yeah. I'd love to scream Justin Bieber in the car. Oh yeah. It's and like the weather's gonna be really nice this week. So I'm gonna be like in like the sixties. So that's the perfect like window down weather. Sunglasses. Glasses. Glasses. I like to blare the music when the window windows are down so other people can know what I'm listening to. It's great. That's so great. 
oh I love that like like driving through the neighborhood or yeah I literally I was driving in my neighborhood like 25 miles an hour like a residential neighborhood with the windows down blaring baby by Justin Bieber I was like baby 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 (laughs) I'm literally going like yeah 25 like Like, you know what the little things I need need to find enjoyment in (laughs) little kids are like biking past you on their tricycles and you're like looking at them like sup yeah I like when people like look at me they're like I'm like yeah that's right that's right I'm I'm a singer no I don't have Justin Bieber in the back seat that's just me that's just my voice (laughs) I know I fooled you fooled you okay what's, what's your other high Mary that's a good high my other high is that I have living arrangements for next year. I got an RA position and I am also beaming with excitement for that. Yes, I'm so happy for you because I know you've wanted this. I've wanted it for a long time and it, I applied last year and COVID happened and messed it all up. But second time around and we got it. You got it. This is a sign out there. If you want something, go get it. Go get it. If you don't get it the first time, don't give up. Because honestly, this is the second job I've gotten at Drexel where I don't get it the first time. Like, I'm a student ambassador, but not really because I'm not there. I didn't get it the first time. And I applied again and I got it the second time. So if you don't get something the first try, go after it again. Exactly. Try again. Try again because I bet you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. You never know the timing of things, why things are supposed to happen. Anyway. Yeah, so looking forward to that because I want to move back to Philly soon. So. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, fam. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, you've been home for a while. That's, you know, like we're not meant to be home. In our 20s. Yeah. Time to get back to our college years. You're in your college. Yeah. Yeah. Next year is going to be great. So those are our highs of the week. Those are our highs of the week. Um, And now we're just going to get into it. Okay. Get into it. Get out your, get out your wine. Get out your roses. Rosé. Rosé. Rosé all day because I slay. That'll be the title of this episode. <laughs> all day, all day, late. <laughs> oh my gosh, love that. Um, okay, yeah. so let's dive in. So the episode started with Matt and his mom and brother. And the girls meeting his mom. Okay, not gonna lie, I missed that. <laughs> uh, okay, you didn't miss much, honestly. Okay. Oh yeah, you, you started a little late. We were on the phone. We are on the phone. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Matt was with his brother and sis and his mom. They were I I I was watching it, gotta be honest, I was watching it, kinda zoned out. It wasn't that exciting. Um yeah. but she met Rage she met Michelle first and the mom loved Michelle, like they liked each other. And how could you not like Michelle? We'll get into this more, but like she's just perfect. Ugh. And not like Michelle. Okay, so so what did she think of Rachel? I, okay, so I was like, oh, well, like, I don't think they're going to like Rachel. Because I think when you meet Michelle, then you meet Rachel. Like, they're just, they kind of give off different energies. Completely. So I was like, oh, like, what if, she what if she doesn't like Rachel? The mom did like Rachel, from what I saw. The brother kind of grilled her hard. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But they both left happy. Okay. Matt left happy. But then... Did you see this part when the mom talked to Matt after? Yes. And kind of like changed his mind about everything? Yes. He was like, now I don't know if I want to um, get engaged. Yeah. And I mean, that right there, the fact that Matt was so easily persuaded in that second from his mom's opinion, like that just shows that he wasn't ready to get engaged. Because if he really loved one That's of them, he was point. ready. Yeah. Like if if I truly love someone and then my mom was like, I don't think you're ready i'd be like i am ready so you know but if i was like oh yeah you're right like mm, probably wasn't meant to be <laughs> and didn't he like have a ring picked out yeah yeah he went to pick out a ring after that i think 
he had it in his pocket. But he just like he didn't know what he was gonna do. Uh, poor guy. Like, he 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 was so blind this whole thing. He had no idea what he was doing. He had no idea. And I mean, like, you never do, I guess, but like yeah. still. At least if he was on the Bachelorette and one of the contestants, like he kind of would know how it works. How it works, what goes on. Yeah, I mean and no clue. Do you think because I remember he was saying, um, I'm excited to see Michelle today because hopefully that'll clarify my decision. Do you think that that was him saying um, that'll clarify my decision whether or not I want to propose to someone or um, it'll clarify my decision that I want to send her home? I think send her home. Yeah. So you think he knew? I think he knew. I think I think it. I think he knew it wanted to be Rachel all along. Like, he just really, I don't know what it was with them. I think so, too. I think they had a connection from the beginning. He was just drawn to her. And I think I think him and Michelle were, like, the picture-perfect couple. Like, they, like, made sense. Just her, she was very mature. She knew what she wanted. Yeah. All the signs were there for her. And Rachel was kind of immature. Not immature, but younger. A little younger. But, like, more, yeah, I would say immature. More yeah. I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. You can't. <sighs> Something about Rachel drew Matt in. So, honestly, though, okay, I'll say this: Something about Rachel drew me in at the beginning. You, yes, you liked Rachel. I remember. I if we listened back to the first episode, I said I was like, I yeah. love, yeah. and I I did like her because she seemed cool. She seemed like um, which is like, yeah, but you know she seemed like she had a good head on her shoulders and she seemed mature and she seemed um genuine she mm-hmm. seemed authentic yeah. and i really like that um that's how the show portrayed her also like you know it's like editing and it's a tv show so you never know um and like there were other things obviously that came out about rachel that like maybe she didn't have like such a good head on her shoulders. I don't think that takes away like, you know, she's charismatic, she's genuine, um, some of the good qualities, but it definitely does like change some of the other things that I thought yeah. were, you know. Yeah. And I feel like I had like I didn't have that same draw to her. I think seeing her Instagram and not even like the pictures that were servicing of her that got all the hate and everything, right. but just like seeing her like she just looked like she was in a nothing against being a sorority i've said this before nothing against it she just looks like a like a typical like i feel like if i saw her i'd be scared of her yeah she just gives off that energy where i feel like she just seems and maybe she's not i don't know but at least like in pictures that's just the energy she gives off to me like that she just looks judgy and scary and i wouldn't want to go like go up and talk to her (laughs) Like, I would be scared of her. Right, right. That's, yeah. I mean, I love that. I'm drawn, that's, I'm drawn to that. Like, if you have, like, a little bit of RBF, or if you're a little sassy, I love it. Which, like, I do too. Like, I have RBF. <laughs> and I already know John's going to be like, Mary, what's RBF? What's RBF? Um, Reversal Bowels Foundation? <laughs> Function? <laughs> um yeah so i had that too like i'm totally guilty of that i just yeah she ugh, that gives me anxiety yeah yeah okay so so he had the date with michelle yeah and i thought it was going so well like they were it seemed like he was in love with her and i think he was or like at least yeah. like very close because it was hard for him to leave i think like it was like he was really upset about it um but let's talk about that she poured his her heart out to him she said she loved him and he was like uh you gotta go yeah i mean in one sense it's i'm glad he did it then and not at the proposal because that's hard so it's good that he sent her home early but it just wasn't it was just weird it wasn't like he just really blindsided her because it was after their date like he should have had the date gone home digested it 
and maybe came to her the next day and been like, you know what? But like, you just had this great date and now you break up with her. Right. It's like, did did you not mean it? Like, right. and I think he did. I think he meant everything that he said to her. And because I also think he was like did, careful about what he said. Yeah. But, and I think like all the good times that they had together were also good for him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's where your mind goes. If you like were on this date and then you break up, like. Yeah. No. So poor Michelle, she was, you can tell how upset she was, but she handled it maturely and gracefully. And uh, what we didn't really see, which they talk about in after the final rose, what we'll talk about later is Michelle was like, what was she saying? She said he didn't even let her talk. She couldn't even talk to him. I think she asked for, um, I'm guessing it's like after what they showed on TV, I think she asked, can we speak for like two minutes just so that I can get to know more about like where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just like, no, like, I don't, I can't do that. That's insane. If that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like she has nothing to gain from, like, I, I, I feel like that would oh, yeah. that happening. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, But I like how you said, like, she handled it very maturely because I think she did. Like, when she, uh, when he was first saying it, it was kind of wishy-washy. And it was unclear as to what he was saying or what the end result was going to be. So she, you tell she was getting uncomfortable because she was upset. And then she was like, I remember she sat forward and she's like, she's like, what do you, what are you saying? Like she's mm-hmm. like, say what you're, what you're trying to say, because I don't know if I'm supposed to fight for you or if I'm supposed to let you go because you're not being clear. So I thought that was very mature. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, we left feeling heartbroken for Michelle. But and honestly, hopeful, hopeful. Hopeful, which we'll get into. Which we'll get into. Um, but then... Oh, this this just annoyed me this whole next drama part how matt was matt had to de- decide what he was doing so he canceled his date with rachel right that is annoying i mean i get it i guess i get it but rachel took it so and again i don't know what it's like to be in her position so i don't know what she's feeling but she was like ready to like she was really upset by it she was very upset. Well, because she also thinks Michelle is still in the picture. That's true. So she thinks, well, okay, he hates me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what I think should have happened, like if you're going to cancel, Matt should have come to her. It shouldn't have been Chris Harrison or any of the producers or anything. It should have been him going to her and being like, hey, here's what's happening don't worry yeah that's true like what yeah so the date was canceled and honestly at this point i was losing interest yeah i was like this is boring (laughs) matt was deciding what to do he bought the ring and then he (laughs) said he sends her a note and she's reading it and did you see the note it was like perfect like girly handwriting (laughs) was like dear rachel like sorry for yesterday meet me at the lake (laughs) It's like her sitting in her hotel room, like writing to herself. <laughs> and she's reading it out loud. And I was laughing. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, you could tell she did not want to read it. And the producer's like, read it. Read it out loud. Also, it was like so bizarre because she was pissed. You could tell that she was pissed she when was they so told her. She was like smiling. She's like, okay. <laughs> and then you could tell she wanted to like go into the bedroom and probably be upset. And she stopped and turned and went to the couch and the producers are probably like, no, stay, stay here. Yeah. Yeah. So she got the cryptic note, meet me at the lake. And somehow she knew to drop in his ball gown. Because to me, I was like, oh, that's not the proposal. That's just him wanting to talk. But that was the proposal. Like he was in his suit. She was in her, she looked gorgeous in her gown. Right. So something was happening. Something was happening. They probably told her. Yeah. Um, so at that point she probably knew but I remember she was okay so then so then they're there and they're talking and they're talking I was kind of thrown for a curveball because um he was like being cryptic again and was like I just don't know because he wasn't sure if he wanted to 
get engaged or not. Mm -hmm. um, but he wasn't being clear. <laughs> wasn't being clear. And she was, she poured her heart out to him. And then she kind of thought, oh, he's going to reject me or, oh, he's going to send me home. And then it turned out, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I love you. You're the one I pick. And honestly, I think that's such a good option is just wanting to date the person and not get engaged. Yes. Because you're not breaking up with them. And like, yeah. Because getting engaged to someone, that's so much pressure. That's so much pressure. You're right. And also you're in a controlled environment. Right. It's. You have no idea what it's going to be like when you leave Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're, you're on dates. There's, you have no issues. There's no outside world issues. You're living in a bubble, literally. And then you get to the real world and so different. So I think just committing to each other to date, I think that's such a good option. I think more people should do, like do that and normalize that. Agreed. Do you think that there's pressure from the show or the viewers to have cool. something like more um, extreme, like a, um, a proposal or a marriage? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there's been a lot of couples who did get engaged at that moment and they're still together and have kids. Like a lot of couples have worked out. But I mean, Cassie and Colton, they left just together. But again, they're not together anymore. But I mean, they were together for a while and they just left as a couple right so i do think yeah i'm sure the producers want a proposal but they also love a, a juicy ending that you don't see coming a surprise twist right so matt and rachel left together a couple yeah. let's get a couple came back for the final rose things are a little different things are a little talk, different talk about a juicy ending Talk about a juicy ending. So I'm sure that most people have seen or heard of the controversy of Rachel's pictures and Chris Harrison's lack of response, honestly, to them. Lack of response. I would say he responded too much because he kept saying things he, where he should have listened. He really did himself in when he he had an interview with Rachel Lindsay, who Rachel Lindsay is amazing. Mm -hmm. And she was just asking what he was thinking about the pictures. And he kept saying, he's like, you know what? She's a kid. She didn't know it. Like, it's fine. Just over. You, you have to watch the interview, you know, if you haven't seen it. But and she kept asking him over and over again. And he kept saying over and over again the same thing. Like, it's not a big deal. So he had multiple times to kind of, even if he didn't believe it, say it because like, you know, he should believe it. It's, that's an issue that he doesn't believe it. There's that. But if you know that, that this interview is being aired, why would you do that to yourself? Right. <sighs> I, also think, I mean, like my one thing that I was thinking about when I was watching it was like, what is your why are you here like what's your intent of being here is it to like clear the name of the bachelor because yeah. you're not doing that yeah is it to, what it should be like learn more about it so that you can like educate yourself and prevent it and stop like these ideas of white supremacy within yourself mm -hmm. which is what you like he should have been there for you weren't doing that either right it seemed like you were just there to defend literal white supremacy <laughs> And so I was like, what, what is your, what is your intention? Also, I was frustrated because for Rachel Lindsay, and I think Matt, Matt posted about this and he was like, Rachel, something about um, sending thoughts to Rachel because she went through this really hard thing by un unpacking uh, Rachel Lindsay, by, uh. by sitting there on TV with this powerful white man, like unpacking um, slavery and racism, like like these traumatic things. Um, and I was like, yeah, like thinking about that too, because like, Chris, like you, like right now you have to listen. Like Rachel Lindsay is here and is willing to like speak with you about this. And this is, this is trauma for her. Okay, you need to like be respectful of that and listen. Like this yeah. is about you. So that was definitely frustrating. What did you yeah. um 
what did you yeah okay so so they talked about it uh, uh, mostly like is what they talked about on the after the final rose how do you think the the show like handled it first of all i thought it was great that they brought in emmanuel is that what emmanuel was his name i think not sure i just think seeing two and they said that like having two black men sitting there talking about this like chris harrison could have never done that like there were you needed you couldn't be sitting there with with a white man talk like it would i think that just the way they had that was very well handled and a good it was a really good conversation to hear them discuss that yeah i i I definitely agree i also think i also think like because i was thinking that too like chris definitely couldn't couldn't be here but now i'm kind of thinking like maybe he should because then that's kind of a point of um allyship like talking about how if we're going to be anti-racist we need like white allies to to join in so that is also i think a missed opportunity on chris's part because he could have done so much but now um like chose not to but i mean i definitely think it was good that emmanuel like was there so that they could have like a really like he understands kind of that like lived experience yeah so i thought that was really great and they even said at the beginning of the episode you know like we're gonna have uncomfortable conversations so i think it was good that he said like we're talking about this it was intense yeah as it should be i was a little surprised for like reality tv yeah to go so in depth and but i like happily surprised that they went there yeah and i think you know him talking to rachel about it i just thought it was a really good conversation like what did you think of rachel Rachel, okay, at first I was a little worried because I was like, she looks really unwell. I I know, and I was going to say too, I I like, I don't say, because I, I don't feel bad for her. I think she, this, whatever, but she, when she was sitting there and her chest was getting red and, could you see that, like red and blotchy? Yeah. And I just, my heart just felt for her because that happens to me when I'm uncomfortable. I get red and blotchy and like you, because you can feel it. And yeah. it makes, like, so I was just like, oh my God, like, my God empathizing with her yeah like I just know how she feels like feeling that like heat on her body again I'm not like not for what happened but just in that moment I was like oh my god this poor girl like yeah like like poor girl like she's uncomfortable but yeah yeah, like not poor because but not poor girl for what for what she did you know yeah I thought I thought she like handled it um I, I guess handled it isn't the right word I feel like she said like the right things right i wonder like again like how much because both matt and michelle were talking about like you have a lot of work to do obviously because of the photos and stuff but i also wonder kind of what happens like behind like off camera just yeah. like, because um you never know like like with white people like we all have this like ingrained in our heads like white supremacy is everywhere unfortunately and so like yeah, I, I wonder where like her head is at. I do think this is a good learning opportunity for her. And I feel like she is learning, whether it's because she wants to, or yeah, I, I believe that she's learning. Um, and I believe that she meant the thing she said. I just don't know how much like she is applying it. One thing that struck me the wrong way was when he was like, how are you? Um, <laughs> I was just going to say this. Yeah. How are you learning? And she was like, you know, I, I could can- you <laughs> I could tell you I could do I could watch all the books I I knew I feel like I knew exactly what she was going to say before she said it she was like movies documentaries yeah yes books but nothing specific but then what did she what was her point she was like I could do this but I could tell you this I don't know what her point was she she definitely made a point I just forget it I forget it too but I saw a TikTok of that and it was like when the, the teacher asks you like to like, like explain your project and she's like you know I could tell you I've been watching these movies and this stuff and I was like oh my gosh because yeah she did give she's like I could tell you this I'm like okay but then like just say I've been doing this like why are you saying I could like, right I've been, I've been doing this and whatever yeah because I think she, I could be doing this but and then something else it wouldn't be serving yeah. whatever right but I I mean maybe that was just a poor answer I don't know I don't um, know I, yeah, I think like she sounded 
everything she said sounded correct but it, it makes you think too like how genuine is it like I want to believe it is genuine but it's like she's had this much time to prepare for this interview where she knows she's going to be asked a lot of hard questions about this right so of course she had time to kind of prepare answers think of what she would say to make herself look better and right. it's it, like it did sound genuine like you could tell she is upset by what happened and is remorseful of it yes but you just wonder kind of how much is like her true thoughts and not just preparing answers right I think it was like it sounds like it was a little hard for her to wrap her head around how big of a situation it was um like it was like she was like I know she kept saying I know that he must have been hurt in order to leave me Mm -hmm. um where it's like I don't know if that should be I, I like I feel like now in the future hopefully she'll understand the repercussions of actions like this without having to have consequences um but I mean I I like I maybe this was just like the starting point she needed this type of consequence in order for her to understand the um depth of it and like how how deep it is um but yeah I I, I agree with everything you just said and I also think it was good how when Emmanuel and Rachel were talking, he was saying to her, you know, like your actions were racially, racially insensitive, but we're not like, it's not saying that you're racist. And I think that's a really good point to make him saying that, like, like he's, he's not coming out and saying, you know, you're racist. It's just these actions that you did are racially insensitive. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. good to distinguish because I think. Because I do agree. I think her, the, those actions that she did, that doesn't make her a racist, you know? I think it it's a racially insensitive act. But it's not saying, oh, like, you're racist. Because everything, yeah, everything she did, she did was racially insensitive. But I don't, again, she didn't know it. And that's not, this isn't justifying what she was doing. But she didn't know what she was doing. And that's the problem right there is that she didn't know what she was doing was wrong. Right. She should have known. She should have known. Like that's the problem. Um, I think I have I have a counter argument. Okay. I think I think because I remember watching that and I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm, I hear I hear this. Like, what she did was racially insensitive. Um, and I think that it was good that he like used that language and he was like, you can tell he's being very deliberate with his language. But I also like it was reminding me of because I was watching it with like a few of my like my roommates, and they were like, yeah, but like. Like what you were just saying now, like like she should have known, and that's like meaning like um, action or like consequence trumps intent. You know, like you'd be like, well, I didn't mean to, but like you like they say like the road to hell is paved with like good intentions. Yeah. You know, um, so she didn't like mean to doesn't mean like it didn't have a consequence, which I think she understands um, because of what has happened. But I also think I don't know, like I think that just gets into like what the definition of race is racist right. is i think it's like having um using your power using using power over like ugh, let me think using power like against uh also like we're not like um experts in this topic at all these are just like all of our opinions yeah um i think my opinion my what i would like uh how i would define racism is like using power against um, another group of people based on on their race, like having it be, be different than yours. Like, so like, I think most people, most white people are racist just because of how society is and like how most people, white people in America, um, because of like what society is, I think there's ways to like break away from that and like be anti-racist, which hopefully we're all like trying to do um, but I also think there's so many different like branches of like philosophies on racism. Like I was yeah. talking about that in one of my classes. Um, so yeah, I don't know. She definitely didn't do, she definitely didn't do it right. <laughs> right. You could say she is racist because the fact that she didn't know what she was doing was wrong, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that you could definitely like, now's the time to be like anti-racist. Yeah. And I don't even know. Cause like also people were saying, you know, she was posting about Black Lives Matter and things like that. So maybe that journey started earlier and then right. isn't um, like 
manifested in her actions yet i don't know yeah and i thought also what he said to her he's like you know you know like you knew going in that matt was a bachelor and he was a black man like how many times were you like laying awake at night worried that this picture would surface and he would see it and she was like you know what to be honest like i never like that never thought like i didn't ever think of that because i didn't see like the problem with it Mm-hmm. And I was hoping she was going to say that if she would have been like, oh, I was so worried. Like, no, you weren't because you didn't know it was wrong. So yeah. I thought that was good if she gave that answer. Like, no, honestly, I didn't like because I'm she sure she forgot that picture even existed because it was how many years ago, you know? So I'm sure yeah. it didn't even cross her mind. Yeah. And I think it's good that she was straight up and she was like willing to like take the take yeah. the for it. Yeah. Yeah. But- then Matt and Rachel talked, and it was just a weird conversation. It was weird. And, like, you could tell Rachel really does love Matt. Like, she was crying. Yeah. But there's just too much work that has to be done. And Matt, you know, you like, he doesn't want, that's not his job. He, he, he's, been, he's lived this life, and he's been living it his whole life, and he will continue to live it. And he shouldn't have to educate his partner on it agree yeah that's not his job it's not his responsibility so you know maybe in the future they'll get back together who knows um yeah who knows because i was talking about this with mary the other day because like we were talking about it like, we're like do you think you'll get together i was like i don't know and i was like maybe you know like this whole like bachelor idea is like kind of wild and um it's rare to like have a lasting relationship i feel Mm -hmm. so when something like this happens like on top of it i feel like the chances are even more slim but maybe it'll be one of those things where it's like you broke my heart so it's more you know i'm more drawn to you when we come back together i have no idea i don't know but how awkward was it when the host was like, all right, like, you guys want to have one last final embrace? <laughs> and they just sat there. I was like, what's going on? I was like, are, are you going to hug? Like, what, what is happening? Yeah. That was awkward. Did she, did she, like, lean in at all? Or did they both just... She, like, looked at him and smiled. He said something after. I forget what he said, but it was just a very weird moment. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what he said. It was yeah it was strange but all i know is i feel like we were all thinking it and i know matt had to have been thinking it michelle is really the one who got away michelle (laughs) got away she looked stunning stunning yeah let's let's end this episode on that note like talking about michelle she looked stunning she knew what she wanted to say to matt she got her xyz she's such a teacher you know oh. all her eyes are eyes are dotted dotted and t's eyes and crossed her, teeth. <laughs> her eyes are squeezed <laughs> her eyes are squeezed yeah she knew what she was coming in for and she was roasting him at the end she's like i hope you learn how to kiss with your eyes closed and say more than uh thank you for sharing <laughs> and that made him laugh too. You, because he knows she's right. He knows she's right, and all of America knows she's all right. All of America knows too. Yeah, she definitely came into it with. I felt like she wasn't resentful. Oh, she showed compassion, which he broke her heart. Okay, yeah, he broke her heart. And yet she came in with grace. And I think that was amazing. She was beautiful. She was great. I loved her. Yeah. Um, and I am so happy that she is the next bachelorette. Her and Katie, the two queens oh, of the Katie. season. Yes. Things, things are looking up for the Bachelor Nation hopefully coming soon because the new hosts too. Oh, Tasha and Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. I, like, they yeah them being the host for katie and michelle like this like those like three and the two like amazing that sounds like so much fun and i think it's gonna be so helpful for, 
helpful for Katie and Michelle to have two hosts there that were both the bachelorette and went like because Chris Harrison he was never the bachelor bachelorette he's never been in their shoes where Kate Caitlin and Tasia have been I think they'll have so much insight for them and that's so helpful that's yeah that's such a good point yeah so they both know what they want they both know what they want I was going to say that they're they're great navigators like they will be able to like yeah know what they want handle these men mm-hmm. because men are wild okay and mary and i were joking we were like katie is gonna be the first night she's gonna (laughs) be able to eliminate any of the bs she'll sniff them out she's gonna have one rose on the first night because she's just gonna she's gonna automatically know who it is oh yeah she and i was listening listening to the bachelor happy hour podcast and they just had michelle on this week and they were playing a game it was like they were giving her scenarios of men and she had to um, say rose or go if she would give them a rose or not. And she was just like, no, yeah, like no BS. Just like, she's like, I need someone who's like very ambitious. She's like, I can't be with someone who's lazy. Like, I can't do that. They were like, someone gets like too drunk the first night and like jumps in the pool. She's like, goes. Huh? Like, yes. Like, no, we don't have time for that. She does not have time to be drying off. She's a t- yeah. this man. No, that's no. We, don't, we don't. No, we don't want that for her. No, deserves that much. Of course, she can have fun. Of course, yeah, she has her flaws. Any man she has is gonna have his flaws. But we just hope she. We just wish her the best. We wish, yeah, both of them the best. They're two fierce, strong women, and they're gonna have their happy ending because it wasn't with Matt James. <laughs> Very good. I hope he finds his. I hope he finds his love too. Me too. Maybe he'll like get with uh, Heather. I was just gonna say that maybe Heather. Maybe it's Heather's turn. There was, there was a conspiracy because she was cut from the yeah um whatever that one was tell-all. the tell all she was cut from that and there were things going around that they were both in the same part of California at the same time so. I'm seeing something bloom. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) I don't know what's happening, but I think there's a love of brewing. I think there's a love of brewing. I don't know. Maybe. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And yes, stay tuned. Hopefully we'll be coming with more Bachelor Nation episodes. Yes. Coming up when they when they air. I think they're filming like now, right? Yeah, they're starting Katie season now. I saw pictures of the men, I think. I'll we'll have to show you. Oh my gosh, wait. Yes, you have to show me. So, <gasps> you guys know when the first episode comes out, we will definitely be reviewing the men. We love to do that. We love to judge men. <laughs> oh my gosh, I found, I found the pictures. Yeah, some are hot. Some are... Not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all attractive. Just <sighs> not for Katie. But th- that, that's a different episode. That's a different episode. And don't you worry, we will get there. We'll, maybe we'll have a whole episode like soon, just literally talking through all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun, just like totally picking everyone apart. It's so much better when it's one woman and a bunch of men. So much better because A, too many women are just too catty, too much drama. B, we both like men. Oh, the guys might be a little catty. The guys can get catty, but that's kind of fun. Right. Like, for girls, it's like, oh, they're such, like, that's so annoying. But for men, it's like, ha drama. Oh. You know? Because, like, men don't really get in drama. I disagree. I think men are way less mature than women. Oh, definitely less mature. Oh. But like, as far as, like, petty, like, girls get in, like, petty drama fights. Like, yeah. guys, like, straight men, you're like, they don't get in, like, petty fights like that normally. It's like, oh, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely immature, for sure. Yeah. But we're yeah. really good at judging people. Not in a bad way. <laughs> that sounds really bad. We're not judging anyone, I promise. I'm terrible at first judgments, first impressions. They're never right. I mean, I guess my one for Rachel, I mean, I thought she was... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But we will absolutely go through and, and give you all of our thoughts. 
because there's also, there's also something about like having one man and all these women chasing after him. He has all the power. It's a little too real. <laughs> yeah, we need the women to have the, all the power. We need we need Katie and Michelle to have all the power, and they will. So they absolutely will. Okay, prediction. There's definitely going to be men who bring a vibrator. Oh. For sure. Yeah. Someone's gonna make a joke of it. Someone's gonna make a joke. And they're gonna think they're gonna think they're so funny. She's gonna love it. Yeah. She's gonna be like, "Uh, I already did that. Yeah. (laughs) Try again. Try again. Oh, these guys are cute. Okay, okay, we'll do we'll do (laughs) it. They're cute. Well, thank you all for listening. What this one guy's really cute. Okay, I'm gonna look away. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you um, watch our other episodes. <laughs> our other episodes. Yeah, we have um, some good ones coming. Some really fun, a really funny one coming. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. I miss it. And make sure everyone listens to Justin Bieber's new album. It's out right now. So listen. We're literally going to go and, and listen. Yeah. So we'll probably stay up all night listening. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> well, good, good, good. <laughs> all right. You know all right. How we end every episode. Oh yeah. Squeeze your eyeballs really big as far as you can on the count of three. Ready? One. One, two, three. <laughs> Bye. Bye.